Welcome to Mastering Your Financial Life, hosted by Judy Heft, the founder and CEO of Judith Heft & Associates, financial and lifestyle concierge. This year, she's celebrating 27 years in business. In every episode, Judy interviews professionals who help others successfully manage their financial lives. You can find this show on YouTube, LinkedIn, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and more. Judy is the author of two books, How to Be Smart, Successful, and Organized with Your Money for a Better Today and Tomorrow, and her latest book, Mastering Your Financial Life Cycles, How to Successfully Manage Money in Every Decade of Life. You can read chapters of her books and catch prior episodes of the show at www.judithheft.com. Now, here's the host of Mastering Your Financial Life, Judy Heft. Hello, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to our 67th episode of Mastering Your Financial Life. Today, I'm really excited to be here with Todd Stankowitz. Todd is the president and CIO of Sycon Capital. Part of that, he started his own firm, part of starting his own firm. He was a senior vice president at Merrill Lynch for over nine years. And you know what? He has a designation of CFP, Certified Financial Planner. And at Sycon Capital, Todd and his team, they make it a point to understand their clients' financial goals and try to, you know, integrate them with their personal goals so that it's really a holistic approach that they bring to the table. So I'm really excited to be here with Todd. Todd, how are you today? Great to have you. Hey, Judy, doing great. Thank you for having me. Really a pleasure. Well, it's my pleasure. My pleasure, too. So, you know what? There's so many things to think about now. The revolution of behavioral finance and wealth management has really changed a lot and it's transformed the behavioral, uh, let's see, what's the word I want to say? You know, the expectations of people. And so why is that essential? And I know that you do it with your team and not all wealth managers do that, you know, to understand this shift. Yeah, I think the landscape of uh, wealth planning and investment management is really changing. And at the end of the day, uh, it's been the same for so long. It's been a very cookie cutter process that depicts the wealth management experience and saving experience as a straight line, right? You're here today and you need to get here tomorrow. We've all seen the commercials on TV. But the reality is that the road to where we need to go is often very bumpy. And I'm sure you can relate in your own world, right? It's not just about what the textbooks say we should do, because there's the academic way that we should do things, the textbook way, but then there's reality and what people are actually going to do. And I think the disconnect between what is in academia, what the textbook says we should do, and what is reality, that's really where behavioral finance comes in. But because by understanding how people are making financial decisions, we can deliver better advice to them and help create better adoption you know, to their financial plans. It's really about, for us, redefining the wealth management experience. That makes so much sense to me, Todd, because, you know, you could have two clients that each have the same amount of investable assets, but they have different lifestyles. So they have to plan differently. They're different ages, too, of course, and that makes a difference. But even if you have two similar people of the same age, you know, like one of them might be married with, you know, a bunch of kids and the other one is a confirmed bachelor, bachelorette and wants to stay single. And so they have different goals ahead of them. So it's really important to understand what their you know behavior is. I love that your firm is doing that. 
I think it even goes a step farther than that, Judy, because you could even have, you know, two families, right? Same ages, you know, two kids have the house, live in the same area. But, uh, you know, ultimately, when people think about financial planning, they think about retirement planning. And not everybody wants to retire, especially in this day and age. That's changed. And so we, as an industry, talk so much about financial goals. But what we try to talk about is, you know, values, your core values as an individual. And the two are very distinct and different. And what we find is that goals, cash flows, these, those things change over time. But your core values, who you are, how you make those decisions, what's important to you, that's pretty consistent. Uh, unless you have some life-altering situation, that's going to stick with you. So when we think about delivering that advice, we want to tailor that advice to what your values are and make sure they're consistent with you. So no two people are really the same in how we deliver. It sounds so obvious, but the industry hasn't done a great job of you know, recognizing that. Well, that's so good that you're aware of that and you're implementing that into your you know, systems for your clients. So that's, that's really cool. I love hearing about that. So, you know, but there's so many different things. So I know there's a lot of cutting edge tools that you use at SiteCon. Do you want to like explain some of those and tell us, are they a little different? You know, how do they differentiate from the regular tools that other firms are using? Can you elaborate on that a little? Yeah, certainly. You know, when someone works with us, we often hear uh, the expression, that's not what I was expecting, uh, especially from a financial advisor or wealth manager. Uh, and we often hear, uh, you know, that, that was really invigorating. I'm really happy we did that. It was a, like, it was almost like self-discovery that we were going through when we integrated them. What we realized is that the industry itself was, is using tools, uh, really when you work with an advisor, uh, typically in the industry, you'll get a couple questions, you know, usually they'll try to ask you a risk profile, right? You know, you're long-term oriented, uh, you know, what's your, what's your time horizon? What's your investment goal? Is it income or total return or growth, right? It's some generic questions that, that are really asked. And what I believe is that those questions are really insufficient for how we understand how people are making decisions and what's important to them because we need to understand their values. But now we have to understand what's influencing those decisions because there's a whole world of behavioral finance that talks about, you know, what's referred to as our financial DNA, things that are ingrained in us, you know, long before we even become adults. And it is influenced by the way we may have grown up, right? The environments that we're raised in, the experiences that we've been through. And we have to start to go beyond just are you total return or what's your time horizon. We have to understand what biases may be influencing your decisions. Right? We, you know, and it's not a negative thing to have biases. We all have them. We're human beings. We're emotional people. It's a great thing. Right? It's what makes us engaging and interesting to be part of. But we as advisors have to do a better job at understanding how you're making those decisions, what's influencing those decisions. And it can't just be like, oh, we're going to take time to get to know you years down the road because we have to be able to offer you advice today and we have to be able to look under that hood. So we're using technology from all around the globe. And I find we're uh, really migrating towards companies from Australia, because a lot of people don't understand that the financial planning industry in Australia is far more sophisticated and advanced than is here in the United States, where it's very regulated from the government and the planners down there don't actually sell any kinds of products. There's no hybrid planners, there's no broker dealers. It's all advisors that are delivering advice and they're delivering really solid financial plans. So they have to use these tools to help make sure they're delivering an advice experience. And that's where we're seeing that these tools up front that we're using that are very technologically innovative are allowing clients to go through journeys of self-discovery on their terms. And then it's providing you know a, a guided experience for us to walk them through that. It's, it's really been 
exciting and invigorating to see people's responses to it. You know, and what you, you said something that really made me think earlier when you were talking about behaviors and money, you know, money is much more than dollars and cents. It's so emotional. And I studied a few years ago to become a money mindset coach. And really what that taught me is that we bring, like you said, we bring our habits to our adult life, whether they're good or bad. This is what we learned. You know, if, if our parents were spendthrifts, maybe we're going to be spendthrifts or maybe we're going to be the opposite because we saw what happened with them. Or, you know, maybe, you know, we were acted like the victim or maybe we were foolish and we were, you know, you know, spent throwing money away. There's all different things that we were doing. And, you know, maybe we were the martyr. Maybe our parents were martyrs or, you know, the person that dangled that carrot over our head. And, you know, oh, if you're a good girl, I'll buy you this nice new dress, you know, that type of thing. Money, you know, same as food too, you know, eat all your dinner up or, you know, you're going to be a bad girl, you know, those kinds of things. So we do bring those habits to our adult life. They're subconscious most times. And it's great that you're working on that with people. And you know, you, you know what, um, Judy, I, I think is, is a shame because I, I think so many people are afraid to approach advisors, right? Especially individuals who may have debt that they're carrying uh, or, you know, spend in a certain way because they're afraid of being judged. Uh, and, you know, the industry has created financial planning, financial advising around this goal of saving. And it doesn't have to be just predicated on saving. You know, advice can take, make, you know, take many different forms. It has to be individualistic and non judgmental to the client. And for two people, right, you know, we have to recognize that if someone finds value in life, uh, in joining, you know, um, spending money on, you know, let's call it you know, a sport like golf, which could be very expensive, you know, and that's what they want to do. And they want to travel the world, you know, that may derail their retirement, but that's what's giving them joy and enjoyment today. Uh, and we need to help them recognize that it's okay to spend money to do things that we enjoy but how do we find that balance and how do we educate them? And I think people are afraid to approach individuals like myself and even yourself, right? When you provide guidance around these kinds of things that they don't, they don't want to be judged. And I don't think it's about judging them. I think it's about recognizing that. And the industry itself, I believe, has to do a better job at being open-minded individuals, recognizing what truly is important to them, what's bringing value in life, because it's not all about just retiring, right? It's, it's, it's about having peace of mind to make financial decisions the way they want to do it. And we have to tailor that approach to them. That's so true. That's really important. I was talking to a, a client, a potential client actually the other day, and she's was wanted to make sure that our bookkeepers aren't going to judge her that she's spending so much money because her previous bookkeeper gave her a hard time all the time. And I said, no, we don't do that. You know, we, we're going to help you make the right decisions. If you want us to help you create a, you know, a spending plan, we're happy to do that, but we're not going to judge you and we're not going to, you know, punish you. We're not going to be your parents. And we're not going to say, you went over your spending plan. You can't do that. You know, we're going to let you do what you want, but you know, we're just going to try to guide you and point you in the right direction, but we're never going to judge a client for being a spendthrift. That's not what we do. You know, and yeah. I think a lot of people, and to the point, a lot of people are insecure about their spending because maybe that's how they grew up. And so now they've made, you know, uh, made a lot of money and they can be frivolous and they can go on these fabulous lavish vacations or fly net jets or whatever the case may be. But they still have that little nagging thing in the back of their head that's telling them they shouldn't do it. So they're uptight about it. So it's pretty interesting to look at behaviors yeah. around money. Com 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 completely. Yeah. Well, let's take a little break here uh, for a commercial and then we'll come back and talk some more with Todd. Todd Stankowitz at Psycon Capital is my guest today. Hey there. 
I just want to tell you a little bit about my new book that just came out called Mastering Your Financial Life Cycles. And here it is. It's how to successfully manage your money in every decade of life. I co-authored this with my CFO, Liz Levy. And together we created this manual that's going to help you through every stage of life. We talk about having a baby. We talk about young adulthood, pre-retirement, what to do when you're at that age of retirement, if you're contemplating divorce, do you need an estate plan? We cover all of these, each subject in a different chapter. And I really think that you're gonna find this so helpful because at the end of every chapter, we have checklists that you can look at and you can use and they can be a guide for you. So this is a wonderful manual that we've created. It's available on Amazon. You can also find it on our website at judithhep.com book. And we're here for you. If you need anything, reach out. I hope you enjoy the book. Here's another picture of it, just so you know what's going on. Here it is. And I'm really proud of it. It's my second book. And I'd love to have you uh, read it and give me your feedback. Judy Heft, judithheft.com, financial and lifestyle concierge, celebrating 26 years in business. And over the years, I've learned so much. And what I've been trying to do is impart a little bit of this knowledge to you so I can help all of you become as financially organized as I am. And we're back. We're back with Todd Stankowitz from Psycon Capital. So we're talking a lot about, you know, behaviors around money and lifestyle choices, that type of thing. And, you know, guilt that comes with money sometimes. And so what about, you know, how can somebody educate themselves, you know, to understand this better so that they can create a, a better plan for themselves. How do you, do you help people do that? Uh, yeah, we, 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 we certainly do. I think uh, it's a journey of self-reflection a little bit um, and, and understanding that, you know, it's, it's, it's okay to say, hey, listen, we all have strengths and we all have struggles that we have to focus on. How do we identify what those strengths are and we harness those strengths right but also how do we identify what those struggles are and that's where the technology and the tools start to come in judy is that you know working with these global technology companies these tools are built around understanding how these people make behavioral decisions right how our clients are uh you know how our clients are identifying with their values or we talk about certain things like the eight dimensions of well-being right which is you know how people find value in life uh that goes beyond the dollars and cents and so that's where I think it's, it's really great. And listen, it's not just isolated to us. There's lots of different tools that you could do. I remember when I um, first went on this journey of self-discovery was back uh, probably about 10 years ago uh, when I was working with a communications coach and speech coach. I was traveling around the country talking about different things in the financial world. And they gave me a Myers-Briggs uh, personality type uh, profile. And I was like, oh my gosh this is so insightful and explains so much. And when you start to understand how these things interact, it's really important. And that's when it started opening my eyes to really what behavioral finance is. And that, that's not just isolated behavioral finance, Myers-Briggs, but it really starts to open up your eyes and started going down a very deep, dark rabbit hole, uh, so to speak, that was, you know, just it, it changed the way I view my own life and my interaction even with my family and my, my wife, Liz, uh, which is you know such an important thing because it teaches us about communication as as well as just uh, you know about how to deal with our finances. It, it, it became a life changing experience for me, and we're seeing that same um, reflection from our clients. Uh, but I think it becomes a very important part because it's not just about understanding how we create those goals and those values and those advice. It's how we create that investment experience on the back end too. Because Judy, there's so many advisors who 
focus on the planning aspect of it. And then when it gets to the investment, we just are like, okay, here's some generic strategy, some buy and hold strategy. And what we're realizing is a large part of behavioral finance is that individuals aren't built to deal with the volatility of the market portfolios, the ups and the downs. And, you know, where, you know, I don't want clients to have to call me and I have to talk them off that proverbial ledge. We should be creating strategies that understand, because it's well-documented in academia, we should be creating strategies that function within the realm of behavioral finance, how people respond to the pain of financial loss and the joy of gain, and how can we create that experience that's better and much more dynamic. And so it has to go from the front-end interactions to the planning and then the implementation of the investment side and the advice delivery. It's a very encompassing aspect. Um, you know, and talking clients through that process and taking them through piece by piece, that's where, you know, we're educating them. That's where we're allowing them to understand, you know, what works for them and why these different tools work, um, at least from our perspective. That's great. No, I love that you said that you did a lot of self-reflection around that, around your personality and your, you know, your lifestyle. Because when I decided to become a uh, certified money coach, I had to be coached myself to go through the process to understand how to do it. And it was fascinating to me to understand where my money habits came from and, you know, looking to change them a little too. They weren't all that great, but that's what they were. That's what I learned as a child. And, you know, course we know we bring that to our adult life can't help it but you know it was fascinating for me to understand myself and to understand my own money habits so that i could help coach other people that were struggling with these issues so it's really people don't realize it and like i said before i'm going to say it again money is not just dollars and cents money is very emotional and you know you have to nurture it and take care of it the way you know if you love your money your money's going to love you back i think and just really understand that you know, be careful, you know, understand, listen to people, learn, be educated, educate yourself, get it. And what you said highlights the importance of it because as money coaches, advisors, to individuals, whatever we want to call it, as people that are in a position to influence how people make those decisions, we need to be aware of, you know, our, our own influences that may affect people, right? And the impacts that they may have on individuals. And so I think, you know, as any kind of advisor, whether it's financial or anything that we're doing, even like trainers, whatever it may be, you got to be aware of influences that you may have on individuals. All right. And so that self-reflection journey, I think is important just for anybody that, you know, anybody to go through. Uh, it's just, I, I can't stress it enough. It's just so eye opening. It, it requires being open-minded though, which I think <laughs> is, is a tough it's, thing. Yeah, that's true. And it's really interesting to me. And I think, it, you know, you have to know yourself before you can coach somebody else too. It's like, and we are in our business. You are, I'm sure I know I am a little bit of therapist in there too, because that all enters into the whole behavioral thing. So we have to understand that too, when we're dealing with people, not everybody's going to react the same way too. We have to know our customers and you know, what they think is what they want and what we think is best for them. And then come to that happy medium in the middle. Exactly. Right. No, well, this definitely. was a great conversation, Todd. I'm really glad that I had a chance to interview you today. I really enjoyed hearing your opinions. I love that you look at behavior around money too, because it's so important. And I learned that a little while ago too, and try to bring that into my business. So it's great. So thank yeah. you. So how can our listeners find you? Uh, yeah. So uh, you can find us at um, our websites, www.psychoncapital.com. That's S-Y-K-O-N capital, C-A-P-I-T-A-L.com. 
Um, we're also on LinkedIn. You could look up my name, Todd Sankwitz or Psycon uh, Capital. And then we're on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Um, if you just look up uh, Psycon Cap. So uh, that's the best way to find us. Oh, this is great. Thank you so much, Todd. I really appreciate talking to you today. I'm sure our listeners you, learned Judy. a lot. I did. I got some insight from it too. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. I, I, I enjoy everything that you do. It's re really informative. And I, I think, uh, so, you know, such a great service, everybody. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into Mastering Your Financial Life, hosted by Judy Heft. You can read chapters of her books and catch prior episodes of the show at www.judithheft.com. Thank you for your positive comments and sharing this show with others.